No, no, no. Josh, Josh, it was all good. Let, let, let's, let's clear up any confusion here as we kick off a plank show on a Monday. We are at one of our great supporters and a great supporter of this station, Newcastle Casino. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I got a little, uh, well, actually, I don't have any more Christmas money in my pocket. Maybe I need to replenish all the Christmas money that was spent. And apparently, uh, I did not know this, Josh Helmer. Uh, my family, my wife has is, is informed me that it is a tradition that we go shopping the day after Christmas. So apparently there will be more money spent today. Why not come and try to replenish those funds at Newcastle Casino? I am very grateful to the <laughs> and, and I apologize. I didn't catch if it was a Blanchard police officer or a Newcastle police officer. And in fairness, I wasn't speeding, okay? Because I when I get into my my communities, Josh, my people, the Blanchards, the Newcastles, the Washingtons, the Goldsby, I respect the speed limit, except for that stupid one when you get off on Highway 9 in front of the Loves that for some reason is 35 miles an hour and then ramps up to 45, 55, finally 65. That's got to be 65 the whole way. Come on, people. But can I tell you, good morning, Josh. Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great Christmas with the family. Did you? A very Merry Christmas to you as well, my friend. What's going on this morning? Are you okay? Have you been able to I'm catch good. your breath a little bit? Caught my breath a bit. I'm good to go. Well, and, and honestly, here's, here's what happened. I knew I did something wrong, and, and here's why. There is a Sonic that's right here in, in Blanchard, and it's literally right on your way to the casino. And so I got stuck behind a truck that had, I, I, don't, I don't know, it was the, the most massive trailer I've ever seen in my life. And I got stuck behind a red light, and so I whipped around him and passed him and went on, right? And I didn't think anything of it. Now, when I saw the cherries light up behind me, I thought, I wonder if they got me for crossing the line, right? In, in other words, at a stoplight, whipping around a guy and then then going. I. Again, I didn't know if it was a solid line or not, but in my need to get here, because apparently uh, every single person at our radio station took home their equipment to play radio today, so I had to drive from a 10-minute drive to this casino all the way to the uh, radio station and then drive all the way back out here. But, I'm, you know, I'm not bitter about that. Um, the, the light was flashing red and hadn't turned green. So I literally had run a red light, and that's – Though, in, in, in fairness, in fairness, uh, I felt like I paused for like a millisecond. And I don't even know why that's a flashing red light there because I don't think it's an intersection anyway. It's like that uh, there's a couple of lights where you wonder why are they there. Oh, here's a good example for lights that you wonder why they are there, Josh. How about that one right by our station where they have the, I don't think it's in Albertsons. It's a homeland there, right? And yeah. there is, yeah, there's no reason for that stoplight to be there. But, but in fairness, uh, I think he realized that how whenever he said, you ran a red light, I'm like, the light was green. And he looked at me, and I'm like, I, the light was green. He goes, it's flashing red light. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I think he kind of knew that um, 
I didn't do anything intentionally. And I also think he could sense the panic when I realized, Josh, I don't have my insurance card in my car, but <laughs> but I have it on my phone. I have it on my phone. And in that moment where he pulled me over, I was in such a panic, I couldn't even remember my insurance agent's name to look up the card on my email. So thank you, officer. Um, I will be much more careful about making sure it's not a flashing red light and it's an actual green light. And I'm very grateful that in addition to my already flustered state from having to drive an hour out of the way for what would have been a 15-minute drive, uh, I'm grateful that you gave me the grace that I do not deserve on this Monday. So, oh, I'm good. I'm good. In fact, th- this kind lady, what's your name? Justina came by. I'm Chris, by the way. It's nice to meet you. You notice, what am I missing here, Justina? I don't have my chair. Josh, I was hustling to get in here, and I left the chair out in the car. So don't – I appreciate you, Justina, but no I got to take care of Teddy, too, whenever he gets here later. In fact, uh, the only reason I didn't call into Toby's show is because by the time I parked and got all the equipment in here, it was already 8.58. So what good is me jumping on for a minute and going, uh, hey, guys, what's up? Have a great rest of your day. I'll tell you about getting pulled over next. I don't really know if that's the best tease you could ever have in the business, right? Well, probably not, but it also doesn't sound that bad either. <laughs> so we're here. Thank you. Thank you, officer. I've learned my lesson. I will be much more attentive. And maybe in the future, I don't know, one of my coworkers could do me solid and say, hey, bro, notice you got to go to Newcastle, which is like 10 minutes from your home. We'll make sure you get your equipment over the weekend. I'm totally kidding, by the way. And also, no one would ever do that. What you guys do yesterday, Josh? What was exciting in the Helmer household for you? I mean, was, was the girlfriend around? Was she with all the fam and everything? Or is there still separate things that happened? How was it? Yeah, so yesterday was Tulsa Day for Ooh. the girlfriend and I. So went and hung out with her family on Christmas Day. My brother and my sister-in-law came in a, you know, a couple days before that. So we sort of spent Christmas Eve with my family and then went and spent Christmas Day with hers. So... Yesterday was it was a road trip. It was a travel day, but it was good. We had a we had a nice time. Before we get to sports, and obviously since my last show, which was Wednesday, you and Connor had a chance to really hash through the Peyton Bowen saga on Thursday because I mean, Josh, wasn't that all going down while we were on the air Thursday last week? We lived it live. Literally all we did for three hours was react to is this going to happen or not <laughs> with Peyton Bowen? It was all evolving as we were on the air. It was, it was a wild day. Can, okay, what do we – okay, hold on. I don't, I don't want to get over my skis. I wanted to say one thing real quick. If you're traveling this weekend – or I traveled on Thursday, right? I was the dummy that was out on the roads on Thursday uh, and on Friday, and it was not, it was not good. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for those of you who had, again, I'm going to use this term a lot today, grace on the roads because it was, it was not pretty. And some of you still have a lot of work to do when it comes to winter weather driving. A lot of work to do. But I'm grateful for that. Uh, our, our family was able to get to and from Branson and only to get to Branson and have everything shut down. And while I have a story about a cat at some point, Josh, when we get out of the madness of, of the holiday season, 
and, and, and the fun that we have with content and bowl games. I got a cat story. I want to add to it a gift-giving story that I'm still very triggered about since, let's see, Friday night. So on the topics to get to, there is cat story. That's not code for anything. Cat story and um, Christmas gift story. So those those are two teases for at some point in the future. Triggered Tuesday. Lock it in. Yeah. Week from the week from this Tuesday. Are we on? Are we on? Wait, which day do we do we get another day off? Is there another office holiday or no? Yeah, I think so. I think next Monday we're off. Good. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, then you and I will cuz we'll have bowl games to talk about. So maybe maybe we we save it for a what else can we talk about Wednesday, right? <laughs> right. Or, or Trigger Tuesday becomes Trigger Thursdays because we do have KJ on Tuesdays, and she sets a good tone for the show. So Yeah, that's a good point you're making. If you're traveling, and I think many of you have seen by now some of the challenges that the uh, Oklahoma Sooner beat writers have had to try to get down to Orlando. And, man, I, I saw the story from Baltimore this morning. And I don't know if this is a weather issue. I don't know if this is a personnel issue. I don't know if this is a certain airline issue. Um, but, man, tease and peace to those of you who have spent multiple nights inside a, a, an airport and you don't see any end in sight. So with that said, welcome into Hour 1 of the Plank Show. We're live at Newcastle Casino. So I think all of the fun is out of the way. Thank you, Mr. Officer, who was kind enough to let me get here without – having to explain to my wife why, and I mean why, uh, I got a ticket driving to uh, Newcastle today. So thank you, sir. And then also reminding of all the great things that are going on here at Newcastle. With that said, Josh Helmer, take me through what the excitement, confusion, energy was like Thursday on this show while you and Connor were living whether or not we were going to see Peyton Bowen end up in a Sooner uniform. What was that like and kind of – when was the moment where you first realized this is not ju- – we all knew this had become a thing on Wednesday night, right? Now, I know revisionist history, but hang with us. Maybe some of you were gone on vacations. Um, I obviously don't control my household like many of you do to where you're talking about all these movies and things you watched. Kudos to you. I had no freedom. So, uh, I mean, heck, I had to stay up and watch the Raiders game at like midnight on Christmas Eve. So I'm very envious of you today. But maybe some didn't really get to follow it like like we were able to. But on Wednesday night, that's when the story started to really percolate that, hey, Peyton Bowen hasn't sent in his letter of intent yet, right? Dan Lanning was smoking the cigar wherever he was, but Oregon had not received Peyton Bowen's letter of intent. And one of the Rivals guys had said, don't look now, but Oklahoma isn't out of this. And I think for all of us, that was a bit of a surprise because why? Oklahoma didn't even have a hat on the table. So with that in mind, what was it like Thursday in in taking this all in and trying to figure out what was real and what wasn't? Yeah, I had pretty well gone to sleep Wednesday night, waking up Thursday morning with the intention of kind of turning the show into, hey, look, you didn't get Peyton Bowen, you didn't get to Celia Kana, but let's celebrate everything else that is in this class, right? I, I knew there was a glimmer of hope, but was basically treating it as let's let's not get crazy about that this morning. Sure enough, by 9.30, the report comes out from 
Nick Harris, who's with Rivals. Nick Harris, yes. And he uh, he basically said, it appears there's an end in sight for this wild recruitment, and I'm projecting a crystal ball that five-star safety Peyton Bowen's going to flip from Oregon to Oklahoma. That was at, let's see here, 931, right on the, right on the number, basically 930 on Thursday morning. And from that point forward, it was, is this going to happen during the show or not? Are we going to get left at the altar again? Is our Oklahoma fans going to get burnt one final time on this recruitment? And uh, lo and behold, sure enough, I mean, not too far after we signed off, Peyton Bowen was officially a Sooner. Wild. So we've had a whole weekend. Um, I think I've listened to about five or six podcasts, obviously, and listening to Toby talk about it here, Brandon Hall talk about what Peyton Bowen meant to them and kind of getting some of the stories behind the scenes on how Oklahoma just never gave up and how truly it was a shock to them when Peyton Bowen made his announcement that he was going to Oregon. I think that, you know, it's funny because – in any other year, this recruiting class would have been enough, right? But for some reason, you hit it on the head, Josh. No Cecilia Kana, no David Hicks, no um, Peyton Bowen. It seemed kind of like a bit of a missed opportunity, somewhat of a lost cause to people, right? And I think you and I had said whenever we were together on signing day, and as you laid out, you and – Uh, Connor were kind of echoing it. Our feeling was this was going to be a really good class, even if they didn't get those three. But you just, you know, both could be true. You could feel like that there was a missed opportunity. But then in the same vein, you could feel like that you have a pretty good class, even with Peyton Bowen kind of leaving you at the altar. So with that in mind, that that is one heck of a 180 from where we were Whenever this announcement was made live on the show, I mean, it happened live on the show. We're carrying it live. We're going through it live while it's happening. We see the, the grab of the hat and the toss and the other horror shock in the, mind, in the eyes of the mom whenever he picks up the Oregon hat. And that whole time you just, I don't want to say you felt like something wasn't right, but it was almost if in that moment, Josh, all of the rumors and innuendos about Peyton Bowen's recruitment seemed to come to life, right? Seemed to, to, to kind of really magnify in that, well, one side wanted him to go where the NIL was or, or here. One side really wanted him to go to Notre Dame. And another side, which was, you know, his side, really wanted him in Norman. And I'm, I'm just really happy that in the end, it appears that he got to do what he wanted to do. I... I I know for a fact that after he had made that announcement, he was already – well, I mean, it's kind of obvious now. But he was already reaching out to people say, this isn't what I want. And, you know, I, I still wonder, is there a signed Peyton Bowen letter of intent to Oregon somewhere that's just sitting there? Because, like, literally, he sat down and signed the paperwork. And that's just the thing that's always kind of surprising to me because at that point we had all moved on and there was all this frustration. But – I mean, that's, that's got to be some sort of collector's item, right, in, in, in the Cruton world. But I couldn't even imagine what that was like to follow up close, Josh. It had to be just a wild roller coaster ride. It, it was. And 
credit to Travis Davidson and Parker Thune and Brandon Drum, those guys putting the OU rumors and news together, that space, as soon as this thing went final on Thursday that he had, in fact, signed with Oklahoma. And I listened for a, a good while on Thursday to Brandon Drum talk about some of this recruitment. And uh, basically it was a lot of what you just said, which was he wanted to be a Norman, right, and was not comfortable. And remember what we said when we were breaking it down live, Plank, was, man, isn't that a weird quote that he gave Hayes Fawcett, that as I sat down at the table, my mind was not I made still up. still didn't know. Still didn't right. know, and and I told you, man, I just don't know. That's such a weird quote. Is I mean, is that true? And obviously it was true, right? Obviously it was true that he truly was not decisive about either Oregon or Notre Dame, and basically it was eating at him. And, and, you know, he apologized too. It's worth mentioning that, that in his decision to Oklahoma, Peyton Bowen had, and that's probably not going to totally make everybody – in uh, South Bend, right, feel a whole lot better. Probably not going to make everybody at Oregon feel a whole lot better. But I do think it's worth mentioning that Peyton Bowen felt bad about the hat grab and everything that went down. He felt like he made a mistake. And ultimately, really can't do much about it now other than he's, he's where he wants to be, and that's probably what's most important. You know what I've found, Josh, and, and maybe – Maybe this is a softer me in 2023. Maybe I'm getting soft. But, man, a heartfelt apology can go a long way. It really can. You know, it, it's – I know there's some that, that – because, honestly, Peyton Bowen really didn't have to apologize for anything. No one really does in life if they don't want to. He didn't – but it wore on him enough – that and, and maybe it's it's a product of just the nonstop social media that these young men and women get and the instant access to star athletes and instant access to recruits or whatever it might be. But Josh, I'm I thought that was pretty cool. And I'll be honest with you, I think sometimes if guys like Lincoln Riley and again, they don't owe anyone an apology for anything or you know, certain people that when you look at things, you realize maybe I didn't handle this the right way. I mean, instead of just consistently filling people full of BS, I almost cussed right there. Happy New Year. Plank just dropped a bomb on the air, right? You still got a little bit but, of time. You still got a little bit of time. I still to got time. Right? I, got, I, I got like five more days. But it, it works for me, man. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. I'm a softie for it. Now, I have a hard time and still holding grudges. I'm not going to lie about that and being incredibly judgmental. Working on that. Working on that, Mike. We're working on that. But I just – I thought that really came from the heart from Peyton Bowen, and I thought that was really cool to see. Now, I think there's always that big kind of 180 between, you know, do you do, you do it where we can see you? Like, in other words, do you maybe go – live on on instagram do you maybe tape a video and put it out there but then in the same vein sometimes in that josh it's tough because you might miss say one thing just when you're speaking from the heart and when you do it's like oh but you said this so i thought in putting at least for now a period on the end of the peyton bowen saga it was that was a roller coaster ride unlike anything I think that we've seen in a long time. Which means I've got a list for you when we come back. <laughs> I got a list of the most shocking 180s that I could come up with. 
I got to be honest with you. There's only two. <laughs> but I need your help in adding to this list as we roll on on a Monday. I hope everyone had an incredible Christmas holiday. I hope everyone's off work today and they're listening to us from their couch, are uh, driving around, doing Christmas shopping. I hope everybody's enjoying a start to a busy week for us. Bowl travel on Wednesday, live from Orlando on Thursday. Big week ahead of us. A lot of cheese at Bowl talk as well around the corner. It's the Plank Show, live from Newcastle Casino, right here on The Ref. So, you know me. I love lists, and it's, it's getting close to list season on The Ref, Josh Helmer. You realize that, right? We're getting close to that time of the year whenever – Football kind of leaves us. Uh, our, our attention shifts to the wonderful sport of college and pro basketball. And obviously for me, NBA, our NFL, draft talk, college, college football free agency with the never-ending portal. But I, I do love me a list. And sometimes I revolt against lists, right? I don't think we always need to be talking about your favorite side dishes. Sports radio isn't anything new. We've done it for a while now, and I'm willing to bet everybody's done the side dish story. When you're new to town, I don't need you doing a list of the places that you need to try and trying to solicit a reaction from it. Yes, that's bitter old man radio talk. But, Josh, when it comes to sports and you have a story like Peyton Bowen, it makes, at least for me, right, I saw, um, I think it was Bob Prisbillo this weekend, he had tweeted that he didn't remember a recruiting saga like Peyton Bowen since maybe Kaz Everett. And I, had, I love Kaz, by the way. And, and unfortunately, Kaz didn't have um, an all-American career, but he had, a, he had a good career as an Oklahoma Sooner. He's not anyone that you look back on and you say anything negative about. I mean, he wasn't a superstar, but he wasn't a bad player. But it also isn't something that you look back on and you – I don't know, necessarily have the, the negative reaction like you would, say, a bookie. I, I love that comparison that Toby brought up this morning, right? Say it. I remember whenever, whenever Brendan Radley-Hiles signed with Oklahoma and we were doing the signing day show that, uh, you know, hey, this guy has got to fly around, make plays. I remember in talking to Toby leading up to the season, we would say it. The way they're talking about this defense is 10 guys and bookie flying around making plays, and that never really materialized. But not, not, not for Buki to catch a stray here when we're talking about Kaz Everett and, and flips. But I saw that tweet from Bob. I had to laugh because he said, I'll never forget this, right, Jake? And Jake Trotter says, I have no recollection of that. Pretty cold family on family crime there. Two brother-in-laws getting at it. But with that in mind, I don't have this depth of recruiting information, right? Like I can't say, I haven't seen a 180 like this since X. Since back in 20. 10, when Jesuit high so-and-so, right? I, I, I don't have that depth of information, Josh Helmer. Never have, probably never will. But it, it got me thinking beyond just recruiting and got me thinking of some of the greatest 180s that we've ever seen. And obviously one of them hits a little close to home. The Gene Stevenson, University of Oklahoma, have, the, have, have everything that makes it look like he's going to be the, the next – head baseball coach at Oklahoma, and something happens where it just doesn't materialize. That, that's, a, that's a great 180. 
the uh, the Bill Belichick, New York Jets, great 180. One of my personal all-time favorite 180s, Dana Altman. Do you remember the – and this is probably only because I was working with a diehard Arkansas fan at the time. But I don't know Josh Helmer, good Lord willing. My, my mind stays sharp. I don't know if I'll ever forget Dana – did I just say Dana Holgerson? Dana Altman taking the Arkansas job, and when he's up there being announced, they're calling the Hogs, and you can just tell right away. It's like, this dude is not in his element. <laughs> proceeds proceeds to go through the press conference, goes back to Creighton, eventually leaves for Oregon and has had a great career. Others, you know, mostly this is in the coaching ranks, right? Um, I remember, Bob, you remember Bobby Crimmins, the, the white-haired Georgia Tech coach? I'll never forget, he took another job. I think it was South Carolina when he was at Georgia Tech. Had the press conference and everything. And then after the press conference was over, Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Now, okay, I'm going to go to break here in a second. We'll get it done, my man. Um, but Crimmins went to the press conference and everything, and then as soon as it was over, it's like he got on the phone. He's like, I don't want to be here. You guys want me back at Georgia Tech? Let's go. Are there – I mean, listen, I don't know if this would count, but what we're dealing with with Carlos Correa, Josh, that's a pretty interesting 180 right now, right? depending on who you think got the cold feet here, if it was the Giants or now maybe even the Mets, that's pretty wild. But it, I feel like there's an obvious one that I'm missing here, right? Great 180s in sports, great changes of minds, great moments where you think, all right, this is what the future is. Josh McDaniels with the Colts is a good one. Wish you guys would have kept him. That's a good one, right? I don't know if they went as far as having the press conference with McDaniels, but I, I do know that, he was he was right there. Yeah, we mentioned we mentioned Gene Stevenson. Who am I leaving out? Josh. Throw it out to the texters. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. No, in fairness, in fairness to Josh McDaniels, my, my, my coach, who apparently isn't going anywhere. I think he would have been fantastic with Andrew Luck, T-Row. I think he would have been fantastic with Andrew Luck. But the Gene Stevenson, that's a great 180. Bill Belichick to the Jets, great 180. And by great, you know, you can put that in quotations, memorable 180s. I think there's some good ones out there. Dana, gosh, pull up the press conference. Watch Dana Altman whenever they start calling the Hogs at his introductory press conference. I've never seen a man who instantly regretted a decision more than that. It's You ever watch the um, – they always show up in my timeline, right, whenever you have the guys that are eating the hot wings and it's some sort of – I don't know. I, I guess a lot of people watch it. I don't. But you see the instant regret whenever they bite one that's too hot. It's like, oh, usually shows up in an Instagram reel. But, yeah. No, no. There's no such thing as a bad answer here, people. We'll hit up the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I feel – was there one in Chiefs history – why am I thinking there was a coach? But for me, it ended up going there. There's nothing really that jumps to mind right now. And I feel like there's a real obvious one we're missing. I'm sure there is, and the text line should help us out here. I've fallen into the vortex, though. I'm watching Dana Altman 
be wildly uncomfortable here with the Woo Pig. Oh, my gosh. Dude, you want to – sorry, people. I apologize. I'm doing a radio show. They're sitting here playing their penny slots, and you got some crazy guy over here yelling and screaming about Dana Altman. Um, we're in Newcastle Casino, by the way, on, uh, on a Monday. That was that moment where as soon as he was introduced, you're like, oh, my gosh, this isn't going to work. So we'll get more of that coming up in honor of Peyton Bowen's flip after he had originally flipped. But while we have a minute here, Josh Helmer, knowing that the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, may be tuned in right now, you missed something pretty incredible on your vacation. Did you know that? Were you aware of this? I did, okay. Uh, I, probably not. What did I miss? Well, A, you missed the uh, holiday lunch that we had, which was incredible and a good oh, time, right? Yes, I knew that, yes. I think there's still leftovers in the fridge if you want some. <laughs> That's okay. I think I'll skip. You sure? There, there's, I mean, a microwave can do wonders. But here's what you missed that was the greatest holiday gift I got. All right? Your friendship, everyone at the station's friendship. Except for the people that decided not to return equipment this weekend so I wouldn't have to drive and nearly get pulled over this morning. Things of that nature. Um, Those are great gifts. My daughter's health, my son coming to see me and spend a couple of days in Norman. These are great gifts. But you want to know what the greatest gift I got was, Josh Elmer? It came in a little, I don't even know if you would call it Tupperware. It's like this little Ziploc plastic container that has a blue lid on it. And inside of it had some of the most unique-looking, quote-unquote, dip that I've ever seen in my life. Now, you guys know I fight the fat train. My, my weight fluctuates like Peyton Bowen's commitment. It, 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 one day you look at me like, Plank looks good. The next day you're like, holy smokes, what's going on there? But this dip that Toby Rowland introduced me to has become an obsession. Do you ever... Maybe this is some weird kind of personality trait that I have. But when I get something that I really, really like, it's like I don't want to abuse it. For instance, if I say I have a four-pack of beer. Let's say my wife allows me to get some Bud Light for the week. I might leave that thing in there for like three weeks. But every time you look at it, you're like, not tonight. Keep that in there. The, I the make moment's sure that's, not perfect. The moment's not perfect for that. That's how I've become with this dip, Josh. So on the Saturday, whenever you had the Miami-Buffalo game, you had a triple-header football action on a Saturday. I, in some shocking turn of events, ended up having an evening to myself, just me and the dogs. And I took that bag of Frito scoops that Toby Rowland gave us, and I started tearing into that dip. And I think it might be the happiest I've ever been in my life. Coin toss at OU Texas games, close. Bowl games, Covering Baker Mayfield, close. But, man, missing out Josh Helmer on that dip might end up being one of your great regrets of the holiday season. Now, I don't want to ask for the recipe because it might be a a, a family secret. But whatever it is, Toby Rowland, thank you. It made my holidays. It made my it made my life better. Josh Helmer, I'm a better person today because I was able to eat An entire bag of Fritos and that dip. And now I'm doing that thing where I see that dip and it's got a little bit left. It's got like a quarter of the bowl left in it, but I'm saving it for that special time. Don't know when that is. And my wife will try to throw it out probably incessantly. Hey, why why, why is it still in here? What's in here? Don't touch it. You don't touch that. 
That's a little bit of heaven in that bowl. Thank you, Toby Rowland. Well, Connor agrees. And Connor was the beneficiary, I think, of you being gone because he ended up getting the dip. And so did um, – why did I just forget our intern's name? Pierce. So did Pierce Levelholtz. Now, here's the thought. My man is waiting here to check on our, our connection, and I'm due a break. But here's something I'm willing to do. I am so wanting to share the great word of – I don't know, Toby, do we have a name for this thing? The Roland family sauce? That's probably not a context. Then I'll bring it to work tomorrow and share a little bit of it with you. Please do, because now my uh, holidays have been uh, ruined. All right. I'll do that. And I think it only works perfectly with Frito-Lay scoops. We should bottle this stuff. We should sell it. You think Unhitch the Wagon does numbers. Wait till they get a load of this. Thank you, Toby. I've been waiting to know that Toby's listening to the show to tell this and how grateful I am. I just didn't want to waste this on the crossover. I needed a segment out of it. All right, great sports 180s. Hit me up. Help me out. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439 in honor of Peyton Bone. We got bowl countdown. We got practices going on. Um, we got debates about whether or not the Sooners are truly in a, in, in a place where they can succeed this weekend, or are they walking into kind of a tiger's den with the way that the Seminoles have prepared for this? Plus, a wild Sunday, Saturday, and even a Thursday in the National Football League. We'll talk about it all next right here on The Ref. And we've had some action-packed commercial breaks today, Josh Helmer, would you not say? Absolutely. Hey, From, tell, tell my man Jess I said thanks. I know he's working hard I did. over there. I did. I did. He was very. Uh, he was excited to hear from you. Um, I think most people are a little bit shocked to see a member of the Ref Army here this early. Something tells me that maybe Teddy might be must-see TV on a Monday. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's fun to be out here, man, at Newcastle Casino. And in, as I just said, we're going to be out here all day. Teddy is going to be out here from 3 to 6. Is that right, when Teddy's on the air now? And uh, we're going we're gonna to spend the day. By the way. I am a sucker for seeing my friends get cool gifts. Did you see what Teddy's gift was that he got? No. I guess he tweeted it out. What was it? Well, he didn't tweet it out. I mean, you've got to – you act like Teddy's going to allow us any glimpse into anything fun, right? He's he's very much a non-trusting person. But, see, I have an inside source here, Toby Rowland. I have somebody that pointed out that one Theodore Lehman – will be on his way to see Metallica, Pantera, and something called Mammoth WVH in AT&T Stadium in August. That's what's up. Nice. Very cool. Merry Christmas, Teddy Lehman. That's a great gift. Can I tell you what my Christmas gift was, Josh? What was it? I got to watch my kids open all the presents that I didn't know that they got. So that was pretty fun (laughs) for me. The gift that keeps on giving. Clark, that there is the gift that keeps on giving all year long. My life's a gift, though, man. I'm not, I'm not cool enough to complain too much. My my eight year old bought me an OU mug, so that was pretty cool. My thirteen uh, year old told me that my gift was her, being 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 my daughter. So I, I have that going for me, and my son is coming down today, and I'm willing to bet. His gift to me is going to be to ask for cash. So, <laughs> what a gift! What My a gift, uh, man. best gift I got this year was a Keurig. <gasps> which, oh, dude! Which for me is a big time gift. Yeah, 
I'll tell you what now. I got one of those last year. Now, I had to send two of them back because I was the only person on the planet that got a Keurig that didn't work twice. Oh, no. But but we'll have we'll have fun K-Cup sharing sessions. I'll bring my, my K-Cups in. We'll be like total coffee nerds from here on out. Um, before we hit the best of the Air Comfort Solutions text line to start the show, uh, let's hit the phones, right? Let's, let's go a little old school here early on, 405-329-9000. It's 405-329-9000. And start things off with True Zuner. What's going on, True Sooner? How are you, man? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I was going to tell you, you guys, you know, you guys can't take off anymore because Friday was, you know, Friday was tough. I mean, I, I did some switching around, and not that I didn't enjoy hearing about the 1983 PGA all day long, um, but and uh, you know, and the 1960s music playing and all that kind. Of, you know, not that it wasn't enjoyable, but I mean, there right. was a big topic. There was there was a big topic that was going on. So, can, can I be honest uh, anyway. with you? It, it was tough yeah. for me too, True. It was tough for me too. So I will do my best to, outside of travel, not take any more days off because holy, <laughs> holy smokes, man, I was just in I was in hell for the last few days. But Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. And I will tell you, I will tell you, Josh and them did a great job. I mean, it was it was awesome, man. We were. I thought I was I, I thought I was dreaming or something. I thought I was you know I, took, I drank too much cough syrup the night before. I didn't know what was going on as far as what. When we when I got on the phone or I got on the radio uh, Thursday, or Thursday morning about all the stuff that was going on, I will tell you that so Josh went to Tulsa. Now that that's a little bit more that's a little bit further than than just meeting the family's parents. He's actually going to Tulsa to meet the family. Oh, that's right. back to back holidays. That's Thanksgiving and Christmas wow. like that. Oh yeah. Whoa. I mean, that's a whole Chris. That I don't know where where that ranks in your world, but that's. If I mean, this if there. this puts into perspective where this relationship is headed, we uh, let me just tell you what we did for Christmas <laughs> with the family. Okay, we uh, we got uh, puzzles that were bought, and we sat there and we wow. put those puzzles together, baby. Did you have matching pajamas with the in-laws? We, and we did. <laughs> we did possible, have matching possible. pajamas <laughs> with the possible in, the, the possibly future in-laws. I guess I guess how I should put it. Gotta be careful these days. Um, I just wanted to say something about these people that were bad mouth and Thune and the people that were bad mouth and Bowen and all this. Let, guys, let's just give it a break. I mean, this is totally ridiculous. You don't get your way. Things, you know, with all, what all is going on with the transfer portal and the new stuff that's going on in recruiting and the NI, there's going to be ups and downs, you know, forever now. And the bad mouth Thune. And get on there, and, and, and you know, there should be people apologizing left and right, man. This is just this, this has totally gotten out of hand, and I, and, you know, that really that really kind of got to me Friday or Thursday. I guess it was Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday when it was going on. Of course, then he, then he was everybody's best friend once uh, once the announcement came out Thursday. But that's all I want to say. All right, thanks. When, when he when he says Boone, is there another character in this, or is he saying I, Bowen? I, no, I think he mixed up Bowen and Parker Thune. And it oh, came out as Boone. Oh, Boone. Okay. All right. All right. All right. There, oh, very good. That makes sense. I do not envy any of those dudes at cover recruiting. Any of them. And you, you can't live in a world because of you people anymore. Not you, sir. Uh, but you people anymore. You people. You people. You can't live in a world where it's just like, 
hey, we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm going to wait and see what I – no. You're paying money to subscribe to a service. And by God, you want answers. And if you don't want – and if you don't get answers, it's like, this is $100 a year. This is costing me. That's a, that's a membership here. That's an athletic. That's a Tulsa World. That's whatever. I mean, it's just – so people want to hear projections, and they want you to be as sourced as possible. And there's going – I mean, I say this a lot. I – and, and it's in not necessarily just, it's just how I've always felt. I'm not going to get carried away until they sign on the dotted line. Hey, Julia, we got a commitment from X player. Dude, that's awesome. Where does that put the class? That's great. Does that position look like depth-wise? Very cool. I'll get overly fired up on signing day. It's just call me old-fashioned. But, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> It's like, wait, did I miss someone in this one? Is there some dude named Boone that's coming in here? All right, quick break. Let's wrap up hour one. I promise we're going to get to the text, 405-651-3439. Top five stories of the day, plus uh, a, a holiday extravaganza right here live from Newcastle Casino on the Home of Sooner Fans. So here is one from the 918 on our 180s. I know we kind of got away from it, that segment. Um, but it, here's a couple from the 918. Didn't Les Miles have a 180? No, I don't think he ever did. I think we, we had him going to Michigan, like, endlessly, right? Like Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, what am I saying? Kirk Herbstreet, I think, had a report for a while. It's like, oh, he's going to, he's going to Michigan. And everyone's like, no, I don't think that's the case. I don't think Miles did. I've got one for you. Uh, go ahead. Who was the Tennessee coach that was hired and then never made it? Oh, Greg Schiano. Yeah, th- there's one for you. Uh, Gundy 180 from Oklahoma State to Tennessee and then back. But again, I think those were reports. I don't think he ever accepted that job. We'll talk about more of this next from Newcastle Casino right here on The Ref.